This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show. My name is Bill Altman here from the Premier Advisory Group right here in central Omaha, I call it, Miracle Hills, 114th and Dodge, and our, and our wonderful studios here, Tony Shore co-host always on with me and having a good time today and soft tony weather is crazy here i mean it's like freaking 50 degrees I know. <laughs> yeah. and it's like so what are we really going to be paying where, where's the payback that's what i want to know oh i, I know think we're it's gonna, gonna, be gonna get cold again yet before we hit actual spring but i'll be so disappointed if we don't see a blizzard yeah yeah i don't know i know you want to get that snow blade out there and push some snow around right yeah, I have a uh, client that we were talking earlier this week. He has a, a place up north, northern Nebraska, and he had a his four foot drifts on each side of his driveway of a, a cabin that he has. Wow, four foot drifts. Well, you're probably used to that in the old Minnesota. Yeah, actually, we have uh, we have about three feet of snow on either side of my driveway. It's just like the snowpack is is deep this year it's not going to melt anytime soon uh we're going to be looking at snow really? on our yard i won't see my yard for a long time yet so we i'm going to tell you we don't see any snow i'm looking out the window right now there's no snow on the ground wow wow zippo nothing wow it's not like you're that much further south than we are so it, no, you know no, maybe al gore had a point you know but global warming yeah I'm kidding <laughs> we don't have to get into that Hey, speaking of uh, interesting things, you mentioned Dodge. You know, you're off, uh, what did you say, 113th in Dodge or 130th? 114th. Yeah. But I mean, we're 116th in Miracle Hills Drive. Yes. But yeah, 114th yeah. in Dodge. So when you mentioned Dodge, and you're probably too young to remember this, Bill, but um, back in the day when I was a kid, we'd cruise Dodge Street. Like the teenagers oh, cruise would Dodge. just cruise oh. Dodge up and down on Friday and Saturday nights. Do you remember that? Because you're, so el- you're so elderly, right? <laughs> Is that the reason that I don't remember? Yeah, no, I remember. I cruise Dodge. I mean, I, I mean, it, yeah, things have changed so dramatically. Yeah, it's wild how things just keep moving along. And uh, on a hundred and twentieth, and uh, oh, where the twenty uh, four hour fitness was, maybe it was a Genesis. After that, there's that uh, health health club that's been shut down forever. Yep. right on a hundred twentieth uh, north of Blondo. They're now building, I saw some renderings, old Bill Kaiser showed me some renderings of a building, a big apartment complex building, and it's going to look like the one on 72nd and Dodge just east of the Target right there. Oh, wow. So that's going to be pretty exciting because that's been an eyesore for quite a while. And that area um, kind of has been a little bit of an eyesore, you know, especially after COVID. You know, it's gotten run down. Yeah. But it's, but I think it's coming back. They yeah. widened that whole street now. Mole Halls did a bunch of improvements on their side. So we're seeing a lot of fun stuff. And we might have some fun developments, too, that are that are coming our way um, in that same area that we'll get into at a, at a later date. And so, you know, what I see is I see progress in, in that, which yeah. is fantastic. We see Omaha constantly uh, constantly kind of turning over a new leaf, and, and it's, it's building. And although we're 
you know, what, what some people say, we're in a recession or going into a recession or coming out of a recession. You always hear everybody say something different, right? Oh, we're in the starting the bull market again. We're back in our bear market. We're always hearing these talking heads mm-hmm. say crap. But the bottom line is, look around you. You know, what are people doing? Well, well Omaha are. is for sure. I mean, on the upswing and I think it's, you know, uh, there's there's development, there's growth, there's really good signs uh, in Omaha about things happening and improvements being made. So right. I, I think Omaha is really, uh, really doing well right now. And we're fairly insulated, but I yeah. mean, even the rest of a lot of places around the country are still doing well. I mean, sure. you, you know, Minneapolis, it's booming over there in Minneapolis. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're doing you know, much better. I mean, obviously COVID and the riots and that thing, that whole thing. Sure. And it just, you know, they've got their issues, but the Twin Cities area as a whole up here is doing better. The, the la- uh, they really are uh, over the last four years. It's just really improved. And so. Uh, they're, they're making headway anyway. That's good. Right. At least economic development, yes. you know, and yeah, yeah. we're always going to have those other issues that we're tripping over. Oh, which, sure. Which stink, but economic you know, at, development is yeah. you're right. I mean, overall as a country, I think it's been very positive, but I think it's even more so in Omaha than here in the twin cities. From what I see, I, I the economic development there is really strong. No, it's nonstop. They're constantly putting up new buildings. You know, across the street from our office is, uh, it was the old West building. I guess I forget what it's called right now. Um, but it was the old West building right across the street from us. No cars for, for since COVID this last couple of weeks, parking lots are full again. That's great. Yeah. Is that pretty cool? Yeah. That's Link- good to see because that's, that's a sign. The economy's doing better. Those are people that are getting out. They're going to an office They're you know, that, that yeah. helps and the a lot economy. Of people- and a lot of people, you know, you can go on the flex, the flex hour type of situation, sure. the flexible schedule where you can have some at home and some, some at the office. Yep. There has to be some type of office time. Otherwise you're going to be in your own world. And at some point you're going to feel like you're on your own Island as well. I yeah, feel like it's not, it's not a healthy way to work long-term for most people. Let's put it that way. I think that's, I agree with you. It's not a healthy way for businesses to operate or for the, especially for the individual long term. Um, flexible right. schedules are better. Uh, you know, if you want a couple of days to work at home, like that's, you know, the way, you know, like gradient financial uh, that we talk about with the gradient G50, the big investment and in FMO company that uh, Bill, I know you've done, you know, some work with and uh, I work with, they actually have that flexible, spe- you know, they have about 300 or 400 employees now. And, uh, they do the flex schedule two days well, Nate at home. Said he had a, he, he had to do it. Yeah. He had to go to it. They weren't a fan of it. They no, didn't want to no. trust me. It was a hurdle. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, if they wanted to retain talent, yep. they had to make that adjustment. A lot of companies did, especially it. financial companies are not fans of that and bigger companies, but you know, to get the talent or retain people, they had to. And so, uh, but I see people coming back more and more, and I, I think we're going to get to a point where a lot of companies are Monday through Friday in the office again. So, Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, so, Tony, I think, you know, it, this is, so we're in tax time, yep. and you don't want to, you know, put on the boring tax show or anything. So <laughs> we'll try to make this as lively and fun as possible, and we'll bring back the chickens and tractors, I promise. But, uh, <laughs> but we do have uh, a, a, this current tax uh rebated era that we're in. I'm going to call it right now. We're in a discounted era of tax. Sure. We have some of the lowest tax brackets ever, ever in history, really. Yep. Okay. And we have to make sure 
that you understand what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. The problem is, is we don't exactly know what's going to happen because Congress will more than likely step in and do something unless there's gridlock where each side points their fingers and they let the current tax laws expire and it reverts back to the old tax laws. Which is a very distinct possibility. We don't know. Nobody has a crystal ball, but that's that's the way it's looking now because there is gridlock and... If it happened right now, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act that was passed in 2017 would absolutely, I shouldn't say absolutely, I'm not going to put an absolute on it, but there's so much gridlock in Washington right now, right, right, that it would be a wonderful opportunity to point fingers at the other side mm-hmm. and say, you did it. You're the reason that you let it expire. You're the reason the American American citizens are paying more in taxes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Be an excellent political strategy potentially. Yep. Okay. If that's a, if that's a strategy and I'm sure it is. Oh yeah. So by December 31st, 2025, this tax cut and jobs act and, and from 2017 expires. So at the end of 2025, it expires. So what's that mean for you? Um, it could mean estate planning changes substantially, right? So right now we have almost a $26 million exemption for a married couple, almost a $13 million exemption from federal estate taxes, your death tax when you pass away. Now that's a lot of money, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But let's not think, especially here in Omaha, that that's not a real situation. When we run out, let's kind of talk a little bit about this last week. When we run out of compass report and we see somebody now that's, you know, 60 years old or 65 years old that has say four or five million bucks or whatever the, the case is, right? Total their house mm-hmm. and their, their maybe a little farmland and, and their cabin or something. And, you know, very modest people, very conservative people. You'd never guess in the world that they had this kind of money at all. Right. And, and, and they have, you know, a re- some retirement accounts and some non-qualified investment brokerage accounts, you know, some checking and savings. You add everything up and you're sitting three, four, five million bucks or something. Well, you run that thing out 30 or 40 years and put a respectable rate of return on it. Don't go pie in the sky. Give it a 6% rate. Give it a 5% rate. And guess what that turns into? Substantial money. Yeah. Now you now you have a tax problem, a federal tax problem. And now you, Uncle Sam will get a, 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 at least 40% of the overage. So if you go over, you know, that, that 13 million bucks or you go over the 26 million bucks, that's, that's today's law, Tony. Yeah. If, if it were to reset, it would reset to like uh, just over $6 million or six and a half million dollars each. So it would literally cut in half the inflation adjusted amount that was prior to this 2017 law that was passed for taxes was about half of where it is right now. Right. So, so if you're going to hit sunset, that, that people will, more people then will hit that threshold and have to pay all those taxes if, if yeah, it so reverts back. Yeah. So per person in 2026, it's estimated that the inflation adjusted exemption will be $6.8 million per person if it sunsets. And I don't think that we can, I, I think it's a, it's a really, a really slippery slope to, to try to think that it's not going to, or they're going to step in and make those changes. Or, you know, like I always say, you know, uh, Congress, I mean, Hector. So, I mean, they all, like we talked last week, they make, you know, 75,000 bucks a year, but they're all worth, uh, you know, $15 million. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, just (laughs) tremendous investors. I mean, this unbelievable investors. Yeah. How does that happen? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, You know, so, so will they let it sunset? Right. Or, or, or and that's the whole thing is that we just don't know. Yeah, you know, and, and so the, the the time that we start assuming something, and we know what assume means. Yes, right. You make some a donkey out of me and you. Yep. 
right? Or you and I, whatever they say. Yep. Um, and we know what a donkey is, the other term of a donkey. I don't know <laughs> if we can say to that on the torch it. here. You can't yeah. say it. I don't, no, have, don't I can't say, say it on the torch? It. No. Okay, it's fine. It's the donkey that we'll talk yeah. about. Regardless of their strategies, and you need to talk to us about um, trying to reduce your tax obligations, your tax liability. If you fall into that situation, we need to make sure we're taking a look at how we can how we can set things up so your kids and your family and and whoever is inheriting this money doesn't have to pay that money. Because at the end of the day, it's your hard earned money. Right. And do you want to give it away? to someone you like and maybe you don't even like them but or would you rather give it away to the government seriously yeah because we know they're tremendous stewards of our of our finances (laughs) yeah are they gonna cut spending i think we're in such a situation bill with where we're at and the debt ceiling and everything else i I think even even the republicans are some of the more conservatives in our government uh are going to be forced to bring in some kind of income or uh, raise tax taxes are going to have to go up at some point the, and you, the, i mean for billionaires like you tony i would hope so oh <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. yeah it's me and warren buffett just hanging out you know over here in, yeah. in this area but uh yeah, and i'm against the billionaire tax by the way i want to make that perfectly clear i'm i'm against taxing someone that's worked their tail off mm-hmm. and employed tens of thousands of people over the years and have paid tremendous sales taxes and property taxes employment taxes federal and state taxes. I'm against uh, crushing them. That's c- crushing capitalism. That's ridiculous is what that is. Mm. And uh, what do they say? The top, uh, uh, top, uh, any uh, top 50% pays like 93% or something like that of all the taxes, the bottom 50% of earners pay 7% of all the tax yep. obligation. It was some stat like that. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I mean, it was staggering. Yeah. Staggering. I, think it's even, so, I think it's an even bigger gap than that. I mean, like the, yeah, yeah. Still, so. we're talking, I don't care if it's a 90, 10, that's still completely ridiculous. Yes. That 50% yeah. of the population is paying 10% of the taxes. Get real. Yeah. Right. It's completely like, look at, Oh, by the way, people check your dcassessor.org. This is a public service, public service announcement. Uh, property taxes have increased dramatically oh, here in yeah. Omaha. Dramatically. Yep. We're seeing 40% increases. I've seen a 50% increase in property taxes year over year. Home valuations. And, and, and you know, they, I guess the argument can be made that, that you have, uh, your, your, your property is indeed worth that or more. Mm. I can see where our valuation on our property increased dramatically. Okay. And, and I'm, I'll tell you, Tony, it's, it's the, our property is probably worth more than the valuation. Wow. Okay. Just based on sales. Sure. However, however, that's not my fault that they didn't increase taxes prior to right. or did some stair stepping. They're just doing right, it all at once. Years. Just hitting you with this huge. Yeah. As back as donkey backwards as uh, California is. <laughs> okay. For real though. It, 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 they, and they have proposition 13 that had, it has to be 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, Prop now, 13. Yep. Right. That came out at least 15, 20 years ago. And it, and yeah, it, cut it, it may be even further. I, it might've came out while maybe I was, it was living there. Yeah. So, I mean, so what it did was put a cap on what they can increase your, your taxes per year, your valuation. And yes. I think it was like 3%. They can yeah. increase your valuation because these people that were living in these California homes that they bought for like, look at my father-in-law, he buys his home for 
150 grand or something like that in Temecula, yeah. California, like Southern California wine country. You know, it's just a normal little three bedroom, two bath house, three car right. garage, nice little yep. track home, you know. Yep. And then all of a sudden the thing is worth, you know, $800,000, you know, yeah. five years later because yeah. the boom. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it, it, he's not made of money. It's like, well, how am I going to pay this bill now? And so people were literally losing their homes because of what the government was doing to taxes, you know, and that's a real situation. That's a real thing here too. Whether you can afford it yeah. or not, is it right? I don't think so. Yeah. You know, and, and, and another piece on, I'll step off the soapbox here in a second, but another piece of that, how much is too much? You know, I, I know somebody here in town that has a, they're very successful surgeon. Okay. Um, they've done very well, works 80 hours a week. Okay didn't come from money this he's made it right he has a forty thousand dollar property tax bill on his on his own home 40 grand that's unbelievable now this guy probably makes a million plus 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 a year Uh i don't know what he makes you know but i know he probably makes a lot of money and which is fantastic you know how much income taxes he pays? You know how many employees he has? How many employment taxes he pays for fike and soch and uh, holy smokes and then sales taxes and, and his kids' cars and everything else is going on. And you're telling me that he has to pay another 40K to rent his house from the county? Yeah. Or from the state to Crazy. pay your levies? Wow. Do you know another thing that the NRD, this is interesting, the NRD here in Omaha, they are, are, are just our Nebraska, Nebraska, but it, it, just west of Elkhorn, uh, down kind of Elkhorn River Valley, flood, floodplain land. A whole lot of, a big acreage, a big, big, huge piece of land just sold for $75,000 an acre and you can't even build on it. Another one of our clients um, who was a big surveyor for a long time, just retired. He's 78 years old. He's fighting him. He doesn't have a, he he, he doesn't have a dog in this fight except for himself as a taxpayer. And so he's an advocate now for taxpayers saying, wait a second, 75 grand. I've been a surveyor and an appraiser for, for a very long time in my career. And you're telling me it's $75,000 an acre that the, that the state paid. And guess what? They get to issue bonds without approval. Wow. And before I said, well, how'd they do it? How would they used to do it back in the day? Well, the federal uh, p- picked up a little portion. Uh, the state would pick up a little portion. Some the local municipalities would pick up a portion. And then taxpayers would pick up a portion through through levies, but the levy was already built into the levy, yeah. so they wouldn't increase the levy. It was already built into it. Sure. So all these different people kind of chip it in to buy this land outright. Now they just go ahead and issue bonds. Wow. Yep. So so it's kind of interesting the way all that is that is panned out. But what 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 does that do? Well, it increases your property taxes because they're going to have to pop in there and, and and increase the levy a little bit. And if you look on your property tax uh, statement, how many different places are you paying money to? Yeah. You know, and the majority of it we know goes to our schools. Yep. Um, it, but still, and, and that's probably a little what I'm going to call fat. You know, they can probably trim that quite a bit and still have the same, same quality. You know, I would imagine there's a decent amount of waste. Well, there's waste everywhere. I'm always a proponent of funding education, but there's a lot in there. There's always waste. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people check your, uh, uh, org. uh, punch your property, uh, your address in there or your name. It'll pop up and it will show you what your new 2023 valuation and they kind of slip that under the rug. Remember last year they sent us out a little, uh, a little yellow card yep. or pink card in the mail and a, like a little uh, a postcard side. And, and they sent two out. One was a mistake. And then they sent out another one. It showed our valuation staying the same. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting at my daughter's basketball game and 
a good friend of our, Janet Orcutt, she says to me, Bill, have you seen your valuation yet? I said, no, I haven't, but I got that little card last year. It said it's not increasing. Oh, you might want to check. They just put it out. And by the way, the, the deadline for uh, contesting in person was February 1st. Oh, and this is post February 1st. No one knew about it. We're on top of this thing. We're in the real estate game. Yeah, I get it. Right. And I mean, this was slid under the rug. Real sly. Yeah. Sly, sleazy. Call it what you want. Yeah. Property taxes. That's the way they've been operating and X going up exponentially and without any fanfare. No. Yeah. They just hit people and it just happened. Right. Gosh. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Capital gains tax. Uh, you know, you can be, if you're a married couple making under about um, about 90 grand or so, you can have a 0% long-term capital gains rate right now. Wow. Um, 15%. And then you, you jack the numbers up to like four or 500 grand or something at a 15 lowest ever in history. You can still be at a zero though, and still have a bunch of income coming in. We have to take a look at that. We have to make sure that if we can do any type of tax harvesting now and get some of those capital gains erased, let's, let's take advantage of yeah, it now that's huge. Um, before it's too late. Um, so you can do that. You got to talk to us about that. Julie Moeller on our tax side. She's super busy right now. I go in and bug her every day, like 14 times a day. Probably she, and I'm, at some point she's going to throw her stapler at me. Yeah. I always have questions, you know, this the brain's time of year, yeah, you, you can't bother the tax professionals. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I slip in there though. And I'll bring some <laughs> flowers and I'll smooth it all over <laughs> some chocolates, you know, um, That's nice. it, you know, but, but Tony, uh, th- those are things that we have to take advantage of. So again, things are expiring Roth conversions, being able to do a Roth conversion with unlimited income, right. Could be going away. They've talked about that. So you can have as much income as you want and convert your, your IRA over to a Roth IRA and pay at a lower tax bracket. The current 12% bracket is going up to, f- if it expires, if the laws expire, right, December 31st, 2025 would go up to 15%, 22 would go to 25, 24 goes to 28. Everybody will be paying more money. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Rich or poor or somewhere in between, yep. you're going to pay more money. Yep. So that's, that's important. Estate planning or enhanced planning, your wills, trusts, powers of attorney, get it done. If I'm having my 18 year old son get a power of attorney, you need to too. Okay, he's going off to Auburn College in the fall. As soon as he turns 18 on June 30th, that kid will, Cynthia Epstein will draw up a power of attorney for him. Uh, Things like that, beneficiary deeds to make sure your house can stay out of probate. You can add a simple beneficiary to your your deed. It's so easy. So easy, we can do it right here for you. Yeah, hardly anybody does that, but they all should. I mean, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So the estate planning side, the tax side, (laughs) And last but not least, the investment side. Let's make sure you're on the right path. Let's make sure your portfolio has direction, right? And we can do that here for you. We are a fiduciary. We are obligated to act in your best interest, and we'd love to work with you. Give us a call here at the Premier Advisory Group, 402-557-6730. Again, 402-557-6730. And go to bigomoney.com. And you can book appointments and have fun in our vault and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Until next week, I hope you have a great one. All right, that does it for today's episode of The Big O Money Show with our host, Bill Alton. Thank you for listening to The Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730 or visit their website at 
B-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.